Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Bob Bernie Live, looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Well, is this the future? Yeah, some people say so. Some people desire it. I say, boy, I hope not. Uh, Yesterday, we spent a little bit of time talking about AI, artificial intelligence, and where it might lead us. And uh, a futurist in Israel yesterday, I reported to you, that uh, he thinks in the near future, artificial intelligence will develop a new Bible and a brand new religion that people will follow because... It is superhuman, beyond human. And if it's beyond human, it must be, like, divine. Really. There are many who believe that. And then we have this. Uh, Some of you may, some of you may have not heard of ChatGBT. It's um, an AI, artificial intelligence program and uh, it has chat bots. I have not been a part of it. I've not experienced it, but just what I've read. Evidently, you can get involved in this AI chat bot chat GPT, and you put in certain parameters, and the computer, let's not forget, AI is just, it's a computer. Highly advanced computer, but it's a computer. That's what AI is. It's an outreach from a computer. So you can program this thing, and it'll write a letter for you. You type in, you know, your emotions and things, and it will evaluate you and so on and and write a letter for you. It'll write a book for you. You You can actually do this. You can sit down. I'm sure it would cost a lot of money and a lot of time. But you could sit down and input. Here's, I want to write a book about this. Here's the plot. Here are the characters. Uh, Here's what I want to happen to this uh, character and this character. And here's what I want the uh, ending to be. And the uh, AI chatbot will write a book for you using proper grammar, syntax, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. People are really excited about it. Other people are frightened about it. How will we know what has been generated by a human and what has been generated by a computer? How will we know? And I I would imagine that a computer could probably write a better book than I could, okay? Anyway, which brings me to this story out of Germany. Headline. ChatGPT delivers sermon to packed German church 
telling congregants not to fear death. I'm looking at a picture, and the church is filled to capacity. Now, that's the first strange thing, because this is a Protestant church in Germany. And what do we know about mainline Protestant churches in Germany? They're empty. Empty. Protestantism in Germany is dead. Beautiful cathedrals, beautiful churches, and on Sundays, they're empty. Well, this one is packed. It is filled. Here's the story. Hundreds attended a Protestant church service Friday in Germany, generated entirely by artificial intelligence, with a sermon presented by the AI chatbot ChatGPT. The chatbot, which presented as a black man, and they had a big screen up in front, a video screen up in the front, and there's a computer-generated person. The person isn't real. It's like an avatar. Looks real. Facial expressions are real. The mouth is real. Eyes look real. But it's not real. It's fake. It's phony. It's artificial intelligence. Uh, The chatbot, which presented as a black man with a beard above the altar of St. Paul's Church of Firth, Bavaria, told the packed congregation, don't be afraid of death. Quote, Dear friends, it is an honor for me to stand here and preach to you as the first artificial intelligence at this year's convention of Protestants in Germany. Okay. From a from a technological standpoint, if you look at it purely, take the spiritual aspect completely out, it's kind of cool, you know, from a technology thing. Yeah, it's kind of cool. It's uh, fascinating. From a theological standpoint and a spiritual th- standpoint, this is horrible. This is not a human with a soul, with a spirit. This is a computer. Again, quoting, The service, which was attended by more than 300 people, lasted 40 minutes, featured prayers, music, in addition to the sermon. University of Vienna theologian and philosopher Jonas Simmerfein used chatbot GPT to craft the entire event. Um, Quote, I conceived this service, but actually, I just accompanied it. Listen to this, and I'm quoting from the guy who created this. Let me start over. I conceived this service, but actually, I just accompanied it, because I would say about 98% comes from the machine. He put in a few general ideas. The computer put together a sermon. Uh, Now is the time, is the theme of this year's gathering of Protestants in Germany. Uh, One of the phases he gave ChatGPT when he asked the chatbot to write, chat, chatbot, pardon me, I want to keep wanting to say jackpot or crockpot, or crackpot, or whatever bot. Uh, 
The chatbot sermon reportedly focused on leaving the past behind, paying attention to the present, not being afraid of death, and maintaining faith in Jesus Christ. Four different AI avatars took turns leading the service and reportedly drew laughter at times for their monotonous deadpan delivery. One congregate said, quote, There was no heart and no soul. Um, correct. Correct. Um, okay. This is novel. Okay, it's novel. We look at it, we say, oh, no, we don't... This is not the wave of the... Really? Listen. When churches a long time ago departed from the real truth of Scripture, that the Word of God is God-breathed, that the Bible is actually God's, the creator God of the universe. This is his message to us. And according to 2 Timothy 3.16, it is actually the breath of God, the life of God, the breath of God. All Scripture is given by the inspiration, the breath of God. When churches have lost that, then it's just another book. Well, it's inspirational. God may have had some part in it, but he certainly did not write every word, because after all, he used humans. And here is going to be the argument. God used humans. Why can't humans use machines? And it would not surprise me at all if this became a thing in far-left liberal churches. They will hear sermons from an avatar, from a computer, with no heart, no soul, and certainly not the Spirit of God. But it will be a sermon that makes them feel good. And for many people, that's the only reason they go to church, just to go and feel good. Who cares whether it's a real human being that makes you feel good or a machine? As long as you feel good. Isn't it interesting? A church that would normally probably be empty was packed out to hear a sermon developed and delivered by a computer. What does that tell you about the spiritual condition of that church? Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Uh, Just a quick note. I have the privilege of speaking in all of the Sunday services this weekend at uh, Bible Baptist Church way down in West Union, Ohio. And uh, I'm really excited to be there. It has been a long time since I've had the privilege of preaching on Father's Day. 
So uh, anyway, just thrilled about the opportunity of being there. And I know our signal reaches down to West Union because we hear from folks down there. There are many people in this church who listen to the program. Uh, If you do not have a Bible-believing church and you live anywhere close to West Union, uh, check out Bible Baptist Church. I'll be there in uh, all of the services, Sunday school, morning service, evening service, um, all day long. Bible Baptist Church of West Union, Ohio. Looking forward to great church, great church. Joy and I have been there on uh, several occasions. Great pastor, great people, great church. What could possibly go wrong? Uh, Joy and I spent quite a bit of time in youth work in our early years of ministry and uh, enjoyed it thoroughly. I um, uh, there was quite a bit of time when I honestly thought I would be in youth work the rest of my life. That's where our heart was. We loved working with the kids, teenagers, college kids, young adults. We we just loved it. And, of course, a big part of that was youth camp. We had summer camp. We had winter camp. Uh, when we lived in uh, uh, Wichita, Kansas, we took our kids in the winter to uh, Colorado to ski camp, and it was wonderful. Um, summer camp, we went all over the state of Kansas, and when we were in New Philadelphia, Ohio, before that, we had camp. And I mean, you know, camping is a big part of youth work. I never, ever, ever in my wildest dreams would have even thought about putting the boys and the girls and let them bunk together. Uh, hello? Who in their right mind would do that? Who in their right mind would take kids, and especially teenagers, and let them bunk together, sleep together? Nobody would do that. Well, unless you're part of the Girl Scouts. No, I know I'm not making this up. The Girl Scouts, and most of you know how far left the Girl Scouts have drifted, and it's sad. It really, really, really is sad to see what has happened as the progressive liberal left has um, moved in on the Boy Scouts and the Girl Scouts. And the Girl Scouts have just released their new policies for summer camping. Quote, Boys who identify as girls can share overnight camping accommodations with girls, according to new guidelines produced and made public by the Girl Scouts of America. Guidance for campers says, and I'm quoting, transgender, non-binary, or gender fluid may be allowed to... uh, Bunk with girls during Girl Scout camping trips. Families can opt out of accommodations shared with gender-confused boys, but they will have to opt out. The uh, brand-new guidelines for 2023 state, and I'm quoting, All overnight Girl Scout activities provide the following accommodation options that support our focus 
on empowering girls and women. Gender inclusive for cisgender female, non-binary, and transgender members, female only for cisgender female members, and male only for cisgender adult male members. We welcome children across the gender spectrum, those who identify as transgender, agender, androgynous, etc., and those who are in transition or questioning their gender identity. The Girl Scout mission is to specifically hold space for Girl Scouts to build courage, confidence, and character. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, members who are LGBTQ can share a room and all facilities with other Girl Scouts. Unless a Girl Scout states otherwise, no separate sleeping arrangements are necessary. And again, I'm quoting. There is no need to out or discuss a Girl Scout's gender identity with other youth or adults. This is an open invitation for boys who are psychologically disturbed, emotionally disturbed, to literally sleep with girls at Girl Scout camps. And all a boy has to do is say, I identify as a girl. And the Girl Scouts say, we will not question. We will not even ask. Yeah. What could go wrong? When, not if, when some girl is assaulted in a Girl Scout cabin... I hope those parents sue the Girl Scouts into oblivion. They deserve it. All right, thanks for joining me. Have a great evening, but please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern.